Rodney is sitting on the bed. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> and three guys shove into your cell. Big ones. One of them a little bit smaller. That's, yeah, that's the guy who welcomed you yesterday who seemed impressed. He's one of them. Two more. And they're in here. Now. As Rodney sort of cowers, I just look at him and I say, if you're sorry, then get up. It's unusual to wake up with sunlight. You've grown so used to having investigations at night or contacts to meet that adapting to this even then before you weren't much of a morning person but now you are where do you wake up Alice I've rented a small flat uh, not very far from the prison um, in some kind of unconspicuous area where I would go unnoticed. Um, it doesn't contain anything much. Um, I think that from from the start I was so groggy and weird during the day, but now I'm kind of getting used to that I can I can be awake during the day, and it doesn't bother me as much. So I try to uh, make the most of my hours, um, trying to kind of adapt so I I will be as fast and as alert during the day as I am during the night. But I wake up in my bed that is old and creaky and that I just that came with the apartment. Um, it's somewhere between a bed and breakfast and an apartment. There's a couple of others. None of the other ones are rented out right now. Um doesn't seem this industrial area where the building is placed is a bit outside of the center of of Leeds and doesn't seem to have much in the way of tourism what's on your nightstand was like yeah study books and a notebook with a pen Hmm. Um, nothing much more I'm I think I'm kind of focused Um, one thing that that I used to do a lot when I was human was indulge myself to kind of get away from things. I I fled into sex and booth and uh, flirting, uh, hooking up, but I don't do that in the same way anymore. I think that maybe hunting has kind of taken the place of those kind of fleeing from my reality. So now I'm, I'm focused and then sometimes when I have to, I go out and indulge in, you know, the thing that we do. Are there any, are there any traces of uh, the thing in the apartment? Any traces of uh, any earlier hunts? Any accidental souvenirs? Maybe even something you don't know about yourself? Hmm. I think I am rather careful. I think that I have 
getting the habit to sneak up on people that are sleeping and doesn't know I'm there. But sometimes, you know, when the blood, when you get these strong images of feelings from, from a person, I think sometimes I take something, a ring, an earring or, um, you know, a button or anything small that nobody will miss to kind of remember that special flavor or something. And, and I, I, I don't really want to think about it. I think I have it in in a drawer or a box and I just put it there and I never think about it again, but it's there. It's there as some sort of little corner, a little center where that thing is put away, all the activities of yeah, doing that is put away. But now it's a perfectly normal day. Uh, it's uh, unusually bright for being Leeds. The clouds crack open a little bit and sending some almost desperately hopeful rays of light uh, over a uh, patch of broken uh, what looks like a construction site that has been stopped a year or two ago. Beyond that there's a park that is fairly wild grown but uh, still old monuments and what must be a mausoleum in the old cemetery part of the park can be seen through the sparse uh, poking finger-like branches of the of the trees over there I think that uh, I think that I I feel that's I kind of got a bit too obsessed with my humans if you call them that uh that like I somehow when I now know where they are I think I also have this urge to find other connections to the human world if you know what I mean that I can't just hang everything up on Paul and Francis because then I will go nuts so I think there has been this restless seeking of something you know like a I don't know, a prowling cat or, or a dog sniffing around for like something to hang on to. There's uh, a number of copies of uh, What's Up Leads in a stack. Yeah. A lot of pulled little notes about yoga classes and yeah. uh, book circles and, and things like that lying around perhaps. Yeah, and somehow I'm drawn to the small park that is outside um, my apartment because the, there is like a, a youth gang hanging out there like kids mostly boys they are in their late teens uh, they are semi-criminal somehow and and they are kind of fearless in a way that that I think is inspiring so I think I have when I'm not studying or you know, reading up on the prison or worrying about Paul and Francis. I think I have watched those gangs a little to just kind of get something of my own. And I think it's a habit from when I was on my own as well. Kind of watching like a little flock of humans that are mine in a way. But I I don't engage with them. I don't drink from them. I just have them. Yeah, and at least they won't come out until uh, until lunchtime. No. 
not usually at least. I mean, there was this one Saturday when some of them were still gone and some of them had been awake, but yeah, that was a while ago. So, what is your morning routine? I think also there I am slowly getting back to actually behaving like a human being, you know, brushing my teeth, brushing my hair, uh, having a shower, using some kind of skin appliance, maybe even makeup, just have this routine of doing very human things. But it's weird when you don't eat, you realize how much of human life that is centered around eating and how aloof and apart from humanity you feel when you don't do that. So I think I have coffee at home and I have cigarettes because cigarettes is something that I can do. It's not food and it, it won't kill me, won't give me cancer, but it w- will make me feel that I, I'm doing something really mundane and human. So in the morning I make coffee, I don't drink it, I just hold it in my hand and I go out on the little uh, area outside my apartment that is not a balcony but it's like a little place where you have a chair and and, and stuff and then I sit down and have my morning cigarette and just trying to ground myself being a fucking human. (laughs) trying to remember every morning is the same I'm like okay I need to get this down I need to become this human being so what's in your calendar you human being well it's it's my school that I'm doing but it's that it's at night um, and only three nights a week so to be honest, it's I I walk around a lot, play like without any plan, without any real. And sometimes I lose myself in that kind of prowling around, making my rounds in Leeds, watching the kids, uh, my gangs. But but often I I just try to make the hours go. And um, if I can't get into the the prison, I, I, it's hard. It was hard to get in or get out, so I won't be able to try that as often as I would want to. But I do. But I I studied the prison a lot, and I also want to check up the 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 ones who were working the night shift. Hmm. The the lady I saw that saw me because that that was scary. The only way to do that would probably be to look at the board or the papers inside the prison. Hmm. And a school is near the prison. And sometimes, quite often, your wanderings and just randoms walking about takes you to that edifice. That maw of the giant toad. The place where they are, both friend and foe. It happens a lot. Does it happen today? What's the first thing you do after the cigarette hits the pavement and you put down your guidebook for 
prison personnel. I I go I t- take my clothes uh, and I also have made a habit to check them because sometimes I forget that you know if you don't sweat <laughs> your clothes won't get I mean they they will get dirty sometimes but but sometimes especially when I was on my own I just wore them and then I realized that they were like holes in them and and uh, they were all frazzled because I, I don't need to change them my body is always the same um, so I now I also made it a habit I have like this little checklist of appearing human and that is also like checking my clothes maybe sometimes even buying new clothes um, so that I don't look like a weirdo <laughs> like a like a homeless person um, so so that is part of the routine it's the coffee and the morning cigarette then I check myself um, and then I go out um, and I think today I will try if she is a, a blank body she might just be working at night so maybe it's safer to go in during the day so and I also need to check up on the boys so I will try to get in today so you move you yeah. move through the streets towards the prison yeah it's uh, still early morning we're probably having breakfast right now somewhere in the prison it's no more than 15 minutes away but 15 minutes might as well be a lifetime but I mean they are capable of they are they are uh, they are cops I mean Paul is a freaking military man they they need to be able to handle themselves um, Francis is smart he's one of the smartest people I ever met like they need they, they will adapt they will find I can't be there and, and and babysit them every minute I can't they need to kind of get a grip and adapt and use that training <laughs> remember like I am doing I'm checking myself and I'm taking control and I'm I'm fucking struggling but I'm doing it and I need them to do the same and it, it it's infuriating that I can't talk to them openly you're outside the entrance now or rather around the corner from a building so there's no direct line of sight but you know what's there mm. the big entrance has a gateway in it that one is sometimes opened for car traffic but mostly it's a smaller door in the gate itself that is open for personnel there's also a more modern entrance to the right a large see-through door uh, that opens to a reception area so either the the big door that takes you into the courtyard or straight into the reception area and all that that entails there's a few visitors arriving in cars you can uh, hear a kid crying as a mother gets out a trolley out of the back of a convertible and moves towards the sliding doors are there cameras because i i do know that i i'm visible at cameras in cameras right you've uh, seen it happen yourself yeah so yes that you know 
sloppily watched from uh, what you have seen so far, but yes, there are cameras. The old door and the camera there is really old. It's placed in a weird angle, probably to see cars driving up so they can open the gate in time. So that is it's a longer way in, but that's watched. Yeah, I will take that today. You don't have to wait more than a minute or two before uh, a big G4 truck, maybe with supplies, maybe with the personnel, maybe with the prison delivery, comes driving up to the doors. Two guards in reflexive um, yellow jackets move around, their caps on. One of them leans into the open window of the car. Screws talk a bit and the Gates creak open and the car starts rolling in. Yeah, I will try to follow it. Do you follow it in sight or out of it? Uh, as close as I can. Mm. Do you are you obfuscated or are you not? I am obfuscated. You. Uh, feel slightly more chill as if whatever little warmth in you is busy elsewhere far far away from you rouse the blood Uh, I'm getting hungrier the chill is intense but you're close to the back of the car in the gates close it's just a matter of moments before the two guards exit and moves towards a side door another screw is holding the door open already it's um, a big thick set lady with blonde hair and red freckles she smiles and laughs a lot at the grey haired man Um, he's quite handsome yeah I'll try to sneak in with them when they go in or if it's not possible, I will wait until there will come a, a better opportunity. You will have to make a call. So, um, I, um, so which will it be? I will sneak in, of course. It requires a bit of speed yes. to um, manage to get in there. So I would like you to do a uh, wits plus athletics. I will use willpower to re-roll three dice. That's hmm? better. One success. There's not one door, but two. There's it's like a sluice, and by the time you're in, the woman jumps in to squeeze the man's butt really fast and slams the door behind him, so you're trapped. Shit. They laugh and giggle and spin around. You gotta wait here until... Oh no. Fuck. They're making out on the table. You're caught in there. Jesus fuck. I will just step back into the the wall. uh, Waiting for my my chance. Yeah. It's gonna be a while. You can see how they unload the truck... But the stuff that's going in is not going into this door, it's going into another. Oh well. 
What could possibly happen? What different does it make? Bang! The door to Paul's door closes and you see it from the other side of the landing, Francis. He's locked in there, three guys blocking the door. One of them, the red mustached dude, other one tattooed, smaller, a third one, uh, nondescript. Mm. What's happening in there? I sort of just see this out of the corner of my eye as I enter my cell. I don't know what I can do. It's not like I can just run over there and give him a hand. I kind of just enter myself for the moment. Is Donnie in the cell yet? No. No, Donnie. I don't see him on the landing. Donnie steps up to you, Richard. (laughs) Not much to say. There are three of them. They're standing at no more than arm's length. He has a broken boxer's nose since his muscles are tensing up for a blow. And the other guys, um, black-haired, small, the guy from yesterday, yes, that's him. Why? They're going around. Are they going to be able to, I mean, is it wide enough for, for them to come around me? No, not really. They can just, they're, they're probably just going to the sides to, to rush you, to bum rush you, the three of them. The back of you, you have the bunk bed. The toilet is um, on the right side of the door, so they will pass the toilet when going for you. The window is towards the the far side. The little electric kettle and the see-through plastic TV are on a small table that is under the window. And uh, that's about it. A few boxes under the bed. And there you are. And it's on. It's happening. The second I know that it's coming, I can see his shoulders going down and that he's going to go for it. I reach for the kettle to use as an implement to smash his hand away as I know it's going to come. And it goes, and there's a flurry of fists, and it's on, and the plastic, and it bangs. And what did you say? What was the last thing you said before the Donnie threw the punch, Paul? What was the last thing you said? The last thing I said was to Rodney, and that was, if you're sorry, then get up. And he is. Rodney's like screaming in the in the back. He's like crying, but he's clawing at one of them. Everything goes incredibly fast. It's it, it's more about the general tactic than the singular blows, and you're whacking away with the plastic water boiler. So, yeah, wits plus uh, brawling, and there's um, additionally. Seeing at what you've done, you have a plus one bashing instrument. 
it like it helps a little bit to defend with either so even so it's uh, that's one die can i use my melee skill then instead of brawling or yeah you can yeah you use it as a truncheon yeah then also rodney might not be impressive but he's distracting so that's an additional one for you but there's three of them and they know what they're doing and they are in it to do it fast they've done it just five minutes before bang up if you can get through five minutes if you can live for five minutes I get three successes I'm trying to keep them stalled here maybe not win but just keep alive plastic pieces are shattering off this Squirting blood somewhere, and but fuck, now they're enclosed. One is pinning, one is is bashing. So there's first <clears throat> the first ones hit glances you. Don Don is in the face, and that's for one bashing, right in the face. Uh, as in from four successes, other one in on five successes, smack two more, <clears throat> two more bashing. Yeah, third one, another bashing. Ronnie places a kick on the leg of one of them, who screams loudly, uh, apparently hindered. They're, they're going all out, hard, blow, 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 blow. They've been, they, they, you've been doing a good job of fending off most of it, but it comes through, comes through, and just wearing you down. It must have been a minute now. The whole, the, the water boiler is just down to the metal. It's completely useless. You can't use it anymore. It's just trash in your hand. Yeah, they will keep on crushing you unless you, yeah, unless you do something. What can I do? As the boiler gets smashed, and so does my face, I feel my ribs buckling up. It's like, fuck, I'm not going to make it. And I reach for the crucifix, and I flick out the blade inside of it. There's a slight hesitation, ever so slight. The knife speaks volumes. And in that moment, I say, back the fuck off or I'll slice you up in the name of the Lord. Intimidation plus resolve. Three successes. You see Donnie. Like looks around and he actually steps back it gives you a short breather you see he crosses himself the other two one of them keeps throwing punches the other one hesitates yeah one is still coming two of them are hesitating backing off as I see this one person still coming towards me I flick up the blade and I just say, as I feel blood is running down my face, Rodney? Rodney has taken the chance, but now you have a knife. It's a whole new level of stakes. Leadership um, plus charisma. It's three successes again. 
I feel as if I'm fading. And I just let out a roar as I hold up the blade in front of me. And I use my willpower to re-roll three dice. And that is one more success, so that is four successes then. Donny runs, opens the door and just bolts. The other two don't, and Rodney is crying. They're on you again. And this time you have a knife. Will you use it? Yes. All right. Then um, melee plus strength, because now one of them has you pinned and like grappling. It's more about pure strength than just forcing the blade, because they're holding your hands, grabbing you. It's like more wrestling than anything else. They're biting, poking. One of them is fumbling after something on his own back. Yeah, I, I fight for my life here. I only had one success, so I'm going to reroll three and see if I can get even one more. But I don't know if it's going to make a difference. Yeah, two successes. Yeah, you don't even get to use the knife. One of them locks down your hand, grabs it away, and it clings on the, uh, uh, along the floor. And there's... <clears throat> In the beginning it really hurts when the head smacks into the wall or when your back goes crashing into the side of the bed or when you get thrown down or a boot comes into your stomach. But after a while it's more like a rhythm that is pumping, pumping away. Take each blow taking you one step further to darkness. Four bashing more. So now I have the bashing track is full and two of them have become lethal. It's wet, wet in the bed. Wet. The guards are locking down. Ellis, it took you ages to get up. But finally you're on the landing. And there's, you know, far away there. That's their cell. You can hear the screws are coming up behind you to do bang up in a minute or two. There's, in fact, there's people standing at Paul's door. What do you do? I need to go closer to, to see what's happening. You see, the door opens and a guy comes running out. You're still pretty damn far away. Fuck. And there's people just standing in clumps in front of you. The whole landing is full. It's blocked. It's like it's it's the last minutes of association. There's favors being traded, bags of spice being pushed around. There's hugs and uh, fist bumps and quick uh, goodbyes. A smile or two. What what can I do? I mean, it seems like I can't rush because there's people in the way. They will see you. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I will hang back then. Hang back for a while. The screws come up the stairs. 
and then the door opens and two men walk away. One of them has crucifix-like blade in his hand. There's blood on it. One of them is walking away with a limp, blooded face. They're completely punched up. They're moving fast. The screws are one floor down. Do I know that that's Paul's crucifix? Yeah, you do. You do. Do you know that that is Paul's cell? Okay, I need to check on Paul. But I I, want to note the one that has the crucifix because I will visit him later. So I... I... You look at him, small guy, scrawny, uh, big nose, Middle Eastern guy, um, black tracksuit. Yeah, he was there yesterday also. One of the Londoners, North Londoners. If he would fall down a stair and have to go to the infirmary, that's like then he has not locked up in a cell, right? So I could uh, maybe even visit him if he uh, like had an accident. Yeah. Because then when he passes me, I want to push down a stairs if there is any stair. You can push him over the landing and an uncontrolled fall onto the suicide railing. That is like, yeah, that is going to hurt him bad. Will he die? No. If he falls in his head, he will die. Okay. I will take my um, chance. I will do that. And I, like, he won't. There's a lot of people here. Yeah, but he won't notice. I'm in. I'm. No, but maybe one of the other four guys that are standing around here. This, I mean, this pretty. It's pretty compact still. People are leaving. Hmm, people are leaving for their cells. Maybe if you follow him, if you follow him around. But I also need to check up on Paul, so I just want to do yeah, it. Yeah. So which is it going to be? You can only do one. Either you check up on Paul, or you, or you, or you push him down. Can I just push him when I just pass him? It's gotta be so quick because there's like there's at least 20 people who could see you yep you will have to succeed spectacularly mm-hmm. obfuscate plus your strength strength is good yeah yeah i want to rouse strength first and i'm not gonna get any hungrier so i will get an extra die i would allow you to push two if you want to push again I want to push again, of course, uh, but then I get hungrier, and now I will use some willpower. Four. No messy, no crits. You push with all your might, it goes into the railing, goes over, crash down, screaming, and there's, you see, two guys just are pointing at you and screaming, like, yeah, this is a fucking screw, there's a fucking screw on the landing. You can hear the screws just behind you. You, in your civilian clothes, standing there, you fucking screw pushed her! must look like a screw or someone working in the prison or something but you're there you're clearly there now three that they're looking at you i need to get away to obfuscate again i guess yeah and the only way is back or through them into a cell there's two cells there's there's two cells within jumping distance i will do that into a first best cell yeah okay you launch wham into a cell and uh yeah in there you see there's, there's a guy uh, sitting in, on the bed. He's 
head is, is down and is looking in, looking down on the magazine very intently. But the, when the commotion looks up, there's the two wide red-rimmed eyes. Huh? What? Wow! What? Do I have the time to slip into the shadows before he looks up? Maybe. I will do that. I'll try to do that. Rouse and obfuscate plus wits. Okay. I'm not getting any hungrier, luckily. Four. No messes, but no crits. What? Who? Why? Why? Two guys barge into the cell. Where the fuck did she go? Come on. They start looking around the cell. They look under the bed. No, 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 no. Bang up! Boom, 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 boom. The guards are coming. They're closing the doors one after the other. The commotion in the door. Oh shit. The guys at the door are searching through the place. They're moving out through the door. The screws are just one door around. Bang up! Everybody get it! Bang in yourselves! Do you have to use this? You can see a screw coming up to the, the head of the door, lifting a truncheon at one of the guys. They are going out, but the screws are already at the door. I guess it's... I can't get out. No, not unless you push through. No, and no, that they're gonna see you. Either you fucking drop it and talk them down, or... Yeah. No, I, I will stay put and I will have to spend the night, but then I will might as well have a snack. <clears throat> the door closes. The key there. <sighs> yeah, you got that little fucker. You got him. You pushed him. The guy who... Cut Paul. This was not part of the plan. Fuck. Six cells away, Paul is on his bed, bleeding. The screws move up. There's a whistle goes up. A red light. With all the noise outside, it's almost surreal. Both you, Alice, and you, Ward, here. The shouts, the screams, the rattling where they bring up the stretcher. Yeah, they're running a train of screws to bring out Paul the legend bleeding. All the wing sees it as it's carted down with a bag of plasma held high. Navcats. His face hardly recognizable as it passes on the trolley. Yeah, you got him. The guy with the knife. I peek out from the cell door that I imagine has closed now, seeing mm-hmm. this maybe just just outside. My stomach just churns, knowing how there was nothing I could do. And if they come for me, there'll be nothing I can do then either. That's... That's how it is. Nothing you can do. The great toad is slowly digesting you. 
you have listened to an episode of Red Moon Roleplaying, where we play the third season of the Chronicle No Man is an Island for Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition. Our storyteller was Martin Erickson, and we were also joined by Anna Corin Linder. The music was created by Lola Zasa, and the sound effects are from the fine folks at freesound.org, zapsplat.com, and Sirenscape. We would like to give massive thanks to our champions of the Red Moon, Martin Hoyshobert, Nastasha Rollerson, Simon Cooper, David, Julia, Camilla, Ludwig Manford, Bob Delange, Julian, Cameron, Ryan F., and Xavier for their generous support. And we'd of course also like to thank all of our other patrons. Without your support, the show would not be possible. If you want to support our work, please check us out on Patreon. You can get access to bonus campaigns for Cult of Indie Lost and Coriolis there, as well as get early and raw access to all of our recordings. You can also hear your name read on the show as a champion of the Red Moon, as well as play Cult with us. Most importantly, that support is what keeps the show going, so do check us out there. And remember, death is not the end.